0: Good afternoon and welcome into the pits and perils podcast. I'm your host Todd Kramer here with me today is Mr. Alex Kaplan. He uh, had the most points on the week it was a low scoring week but he still put up 153 has a fully healthy team it would uh, appear and uh, was near the top if not at the very top of the power rankings this week. Cappy, how's it going.
1: Uh, it feels great, Todd. I don't know if I, you know, quite appreciate the intro that this was a low scoring week and I get I still rose to the top, but I'll take it. You know, I'm happy that my team is healthy because uh, I think there were some doubters that I could that I could keep that streak going. Uh, cast uh, a lot like how Bill prepared for the for his draft. And uh, so I uh, I don't know how this is going to go. You have to gonna have
0: to guide me through it. Okay. Well, uh, the first thing I do want to say is um, we here at the Pits and Perils podcast, we're pretty excited about some changes coming to the pod. Um, For those who are unaware, we were recently acquired by Rock Nation and uh, are now going to be part of the Rock Nation sports family. Obviously, uh, Cappy can fill us in a little bit more, but I think we're going to be upgrading the audio equipment, we're going to be having some uh, documentaries. Quite, quite a few changes coming to the pod. Very exciting times. Cappy, do you want to fill us in on what uh, Jay-Z has in mind for us? Well, you know, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's big news. You know, sports podcasting, uh, specifically,
1: you know, team by team sports casting um, is uh, really up and coming. So we're excited to see, uh, you know, how the market's going to go. I think we could probably get some pretty big guests on here. Maybe some, um, you know, some, some people with some real talent uh, for a gift for the gab, so to speak. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to to take this podcast
0: into the 23rd century. So, and I'm pretty sure part of the reasoning was Rock Nation is looking to get more of a a grasp on the German podcast market. If I if I mm. remember these meetings correctly, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, we're we're really want to be big in Germany. It feels like a market that's just uh, untapped, and uh, it seems like fantasy football podcasting uh, is the way to really break into Germany. So. Uh, yeah. Very, very stoked. Um, you know, who knows what's next, you know, after, uh, after Germany, maybe we'll, uh, you know, pop over to Mexico, you know, for a, a quick visit, maybe, maybe Spain, uh, maybe Australia. I mean, who knows, you know, where we can take this thing. So
0: sky's the limit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into, uh, last week's matchups. Um, what was your main takeaway from last week?
1: Uh, I love the Monday excitement, um, you know, w- w- watching, you know, it, it wasn't quite for my and and Twizz's matchup, but getting to, uh, watch you guys, um, you know, pucker up and and, and see how Monday was going to shake out was uh, a lot of fun. I thought that, uh, the game was a bit of a dud, you know, very low scoring and, uh, it had a lot of, uh, interesting moments, but, um, you know, ultimately wasn't a whole lot of fanfare, but I thought it was a good week three, you know, I think it, um, it, it sets us up well, I think, for the next three weeks. Like, the first three weeks have been really interesting. You know, running backs have been uh, awesome. not as, yeah, just absolutely terrible. You know, and it's, it's been kind of a dud. And I'm really interested to see what the next three weeks hold and see whether people's predictions, you know, hold true. You know, it's funny. I, I saw, we could talk about this in a bit, but, you know, I, I, Khalil Herbert at one point was on, was on Franco's team. And, uh, you know, he got picked up today. And I, I just think it's interesting, you know, kind of all of the the transactions we make that are just
0: kind of a bit ahead of their time. And I'm interested to see how, how that really bears out in the next three weeks. Yeah, this week, we, we did have two matchups decided on Monday night or not decided necessarily, but that came down to Monday nights that had chances to change. Um, Keenan got a touchdown that he needed from Ezekiel Elliott to uh, – push Ace even further down into the rankings. Although I think he was already at the bottom, but him and Wally now are just in a league of their own. Um, And then I needed Pollard to get 20 points and he did not do that. I think he just got about 10 and a half, but there was three outcomes for me in that game. And I think I got the second best outcome. So the best outcome is obviously he gets the 20 points and I win. Second best is he doesn't come close and I lose. The worst would have been losing by less than 2.4 points and having that Najee Harris end of game fumble actually come down to uh to deciding the matchup. So I was pretty nervous about that because I would I would have just thrown a fucking fit if that shit happened. If I had lost by like one and a half points and that was the difference right. maker, it would have been brutal. Right.
1: Yeah. And I felt the same way. I mean, going into into the Sunday matchups, I think you and I both were pretty upset with how that game on Thursday night ended right i mean it was it was 2.4 points for you it was eight points for me you know and and if i if i was going to lose by eight points um you know i i was going to be pretty fucking pissed fortunately you know that isn't what happened And fortunately for you you know yeah that you know second best outcome and you know pollard you didn't have 20 points but you know he he did have what'd you say 10 10 and a half and you know he he played a great game so I think it's also, you know, proof proof positive a bit that, you know, you've got a good player in him.
0: Yeah, I assume he's going to be taking over that backfield little by little and Jerry Jones is eventually going to have to just say, you know, Zeke's not as good, but we'll see what happens. Uh let's keep this thing rolling on to Well, I guess the only other takeaway I have, like you mentioned the the running backs were trash. I think everyone's looking at their running backs right now and doesn't know quite what to do. And then the other thing I saw was I think everyone made the wrong sit start decisions this week. I mean, everyone's bench seemed to just have tons and tons of leftover points. So I I think as we gain more experience in fantasy, I'm more willing to bench a stud in a bad matchup and put in a bench player in a good matchup because it just, it's happened too many times where you leave points on the, the bench just because you know you have to play such and such name you know you have to play Najee Harris well maybe not so that was another takeaway I have it gives me more confidence to to take my role as coach more seriously yeah I mean I think that
1: you know sit start and and playing matchup dependent is really critical especially in the early weeks when you're trying to suss out who on a team is getting the ball right and and who is being deigned reliable versus just having a you know a boom or bust kind of week and so I think the reason why we have a lot of you know points on the bench is because the ball is getting spread around a lot you know and we as managers are still trying to figure out you know wh- where where the, the balls headed right and we just don't know like we're gonna know in week six or week seven or week eight so yeah lots of lots of points on on the bench Um, And, uh, yeah, I definitely don't want to have that happen again.
0: Yep. Okay, well, let's get into kind of waivers and news. Uh, The only big news that's kind of on my radar is Zach Wilson will be taking over as quarterback again. Um, I guess we should do news, then injuries, and then waivers. So Zach Wilson, quarterback, New York Jets, we're no longer going to have Flacco out there. Just for me, I have two Jets on my team between Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. It makes me a little nervous um, just because you don't know what that chemistry is going to look like with those guys. And Brees Hall was catching quite a few passes, but I'm starting him this week. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, look, I think, you know, you you, you make a personal choice there. I, I don't want a lot of shares of the Jets offense. You know, that's just... To me, that's not a good place to be. I know that you know there was a trade that that you wanted me to make with you, and you know it's just uh, the Jets make me nervous. I I you know I I've got one on my team, and and just having one makes me nervous. And so yeah, I'd be interested to see how Zach Wilson does, um, you know, and and who he throws the ball to, and how they you know end up spreading
0: it out there. So yeah, that's a big one. Um, let's get into injuries because there were quite a few big, big name injuries. The first one is uh, DeAndre Swift, Twizz's star running back, is out probably for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Nicky already had Jamal Williams on the bench, so that's a a big win for him. Um, Looks like Jamal Williams with that offensive line, even though he's not the best, you know, most explosive player in the world, kind of a must start at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nikki also had David Montgomery go down. It sounds like he'll at least miss one week, and you already talked about it. Uh, Khalil Herbert is going to be stepping into that role while yeah. Montgomery's gone, and maybe has a chance to to take over that backfield in his absence uh, when he comes back. Maybe more of a timeshare.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that that's exactly right. I think it's likely to be. I mean more of a timeshare right than it was going into it we see that all the time with injuries right it's just it's not that that somebody loses the job but just that you know it becomes much more of a 50 50 or a 60 40 or even a 70 30 and that just erodes the value so it'd be really interesting to see because i think a lot of a a lot of people were really high on khalil herbert you know beforehand i think if he does a really good job that you know
0: yeah he montgomery could come back to a to a timeshare exactly now the, he's got the keys in his hands. you know he gets to drive the, the bus for a little bit and if he holds his own and looks great, it's hard for a, uh, a coaching room to to not continue to give him touches. So he's got that opportunity coming his way. Dak Prescott probably not quite back this week. so we're gonna be rolling with Cooper Rush one more week. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a dislocated shoulder, but apparently this happens all the time and he's going to be wearing a brace. Uh sounds like he'll play, but it's still it's still worrying. I'm sure for Nikki after losing Montgomery. Luckily, like I said, he's got Jamal Williams for a, to hold him over for a bit. Right. Uh I don't know what type of fantasy updates you have. I'm not going to say the name of my app that I use because I consider it to be the best and fastest and it's kind of a it's not a very well-known app. Um but Right before this podcast, I got a notification that McCaffrey wasn't practicing with a thigh injury and Matt rule, the coach out there in Carolina would give more information. And then the more information was, yeah, I didn't even know about it until after the game. And, uh, I have no clue what's going to happen with McCaffrey. So not a lot of news there, but my guess is he'll play. Usually if there's, you know, something serious, we would have heard about it by now, but, uh, right still probably doesn't make Will feel very great.
1: Yeah, probably not. And I would also just lump this, this whole thing in with just, you know, running back problems. You know, I mean, McCaffrey, you know, has shown that, you know, he he is not infallible, right? I mean, injuries harm him. And so hopefully this is just, you know, a, a blip. Maybe it's a little bit of a, of a veteran's day. Maybe it's not quite the biggest injury, but yeah, not hearing anything from the coaches and, and, and they're not shrugging it off is not a good indication.
0: Yep. And they they have shrugged off previous injury reports for him. So we'll see what there happens. go. Miles Garrett flipped his Porsche multiple times, but seems to be okay. Uh, but probably I would assume is not going to be playing for a little bit. Uh, so that, I mean, for anyone playing against the Cleveland defense, not having Miles Garrett in that game is always nice. And that's actually the jets this week. So that's part of the reason I have Brees Hall going out there.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I did see that uh, that they said that he was going to be, you know, back in the building and practicing beginning on Thursday. So
0: I I don't know if he'll play, but maybe he will. I have to. No,
1: yeah, I don't. Yeah, he I'm not saying he'll play, but it just sounds like, you know, it's not going to keep him out multiple weeks. Yeah, it, it may keep him out for this week. But, you know, it's not a not a substantial injury, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, and then there's there's some other injuries, kind of it sounds like nicky-nacky, I don't think they'll miss time, but Michael Thomas popped up on the injury report. Um Jones. Well, Mac, Mac
1: Jones yeah. is on the injury report. Oh, oh yeah, Mac
0: back? Jones, ace already with issues at quarterback loses Mac Jones. That is brutal. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to be a long one.
1: Yeah, I I think it's going to be a few weeks, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: any other injuries
1: that we're missing? No. I, I would just touch on the fact that, you know, the Niners lost Trent Richardson. It sounds like it's going to be multiple weeks.
0: Trent um, Williams. But, yeah, that's not good. For oh, the sorry. Yeah, not Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson retired, didn't he? Yeah, he, uh, he was a star running back in college that never did anything, I believe.
1: In yeah, 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 yeah. He gone. Um, but, yeah, so I just, you know, I'm interested to see how that shakes up. Obviously, we got to see Garoppolo on the field, and uh, I don't think anybody's happy about that product. And so um very, very concerned about our niners, but also anybody that's got, you know, shares of the niners, whether that's uh, you know, Debo or Wilson or, you know, even Garoppolo, uh, it's just a just a concerning sight all around.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens there. I mean, I think it was it's they haven't had a lot of time working together at in the first team in a while. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out, but I still think Jimmy, I mean, it's not like Jimmy ever did anything remarkable. He just kind of dinks and dunks the ball to these guys that are, you know, yards after catch monster and lets them take over from there. So hopefully that's still the case, even without uh, Trent Williams on the line. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Let's get into waivers some big money spent this week. So, um, Khalil Herbert went to twiz for 27 Bitcoin. Interestingly enough, no one else really bid, um, too big on that. Did you have, I,
1: I did. I saw that Franco put in a bid at four at $14. And, you know, I have to be honest, I woke up this morning and totally forgot that waivers were running last night. So, um, you know, I, I, is he, you know, he wasn't going to be a big pickup for me because frankly, I thought he was still on Franco's team. So, um, you know, 27 is a, is a big number, uh, you know, especially with what's likely to be a one to two week rental. And then as we said, you know, maybe it becomes a timeshare, um, you know, the bears run the ball a lot. Right. Um, and so he's a good pickup. Uh, I don't know that he's worth 27 Bitcoin, but,
0: Yeah. Sometimes you just got to swing. And then also I think for twiz, he has Deandre Swift, right? So he, he needed to do something to fill that hole and it's kind of perfect. You think, okay, maybe I can ride Khalil for, for two weeks while Swift is recovering. And then I think Swift has a buy after that and then we'll be back probably uh, nearly a hundred percent. So I get why he did it, but I'm you, we all know the feeling you go, you, you wake up, you check your team, I got the guy I wanted, you feel good. And then you go, now I got to check these fab offers and see how much I overpaid by. And when you see that you almost doubled the next highest bid, it hurts a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But you know, what what are you going to do, right? It's and a, it's he a really, imp- exactly. He, as you said, he got his guy, he needed it. You know, For him, 27 Bitcoin well-spent. You know, from yep. the outside looking in, obviously you feel differently. But yeah, I mean, everyone values their team and their Bitcoin a little bit different.
0: Yeah. The other big pickup was Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Holden picked him up. Again, I mean, I don't think he overpaid. I think, you know, $22 or 20 sorry, $22 Bitcoin, uh for potentially Aaron Rodgers' new favorite wide receiver. If that pans out that way, I mean, what a bargain. Um, I just, I don't have room on my team for him right now, but I definitely, you know, was looking at a way to make an offer on him, but couldn't do it. Next highest offer was only eight Bitcoin. So there was 14 Bitcoin kind of burn there, but again, he got his guy. He took a shot with a wide receiver room for one of the best quarterbacks ever. Um, I I think it could play out for him.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think he could easily be a wide receiver too. you know, kind of, kind of, uh, points per week. And, you know, that's, that's got value. You know, there are a lot of wide receivers out there, um, that, you know, are giving you quality wide receiver two points, but as you know, the weeks go further and further, you know, you're, you're not going to see those people emerge. And I think now's the kind of time to strike on that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's a good spend. Uh, I think, I don't know. I'm it's, I guess if you can spend 22 on Dobbs then you could probably spend 27 on Herbert and my whole argument is kind of bullshit, but yeah, I think it's a good, it's it's a good pickup, even though the next, you know, offer was only eight.
0: Yeah. And then I think also, um, I believe that's exactly how much I spent on, um, on garrett wilson so i think you know and i spent 20 but i think you know you start to be able to look back through the history and you go okay how much did this guy go for people are spending about this much on these types of players let's you know put in our bid so i think both bids definitely made sense there were some other smaller pickups i think the funny one was bill picked up isaiah mckenzie again so he had him on his team dropped him picked him up again showing a little bit of indecisiveness there. Um, And then one really interesting thing is um, there were two defenses picked up green Bay by Holden and Philly by twiz. Both were won not by the highest bid, but by a tied bid with higher waiver priority. And I had a feeling this was going to happen because I was sitting at ninth in waiver priority. And I knew, well, one, Bitcoin's not going to be enough. Two, someone else is going to bid. Three, well, someone else may be thinking the exact same way as me and may say, well, I'm going to put in three. So my original bid had been four. And then I just thought, you know, I can't do it. I, I can't spend four on a, a defense. And sure enough, I lost out. And the same yeah. thing happened with Philly. Uh, Keenan bid three as well on Philly and Twiz got him based on waiver priority.
1: Yeah, I just think that, you know, well, I mean, it, it, it kind of shows you a little bit of the, of the evolution of the game theory around defenses on the waiver wire, right? Because we would have started out at one or $2, right? In the beginning of the season. Now we're at two to three. And maybe at some point, somebody will go into that three to four range. But I personally, I can't justify spending that kind of money when defenses will let you down you know, opposing teams are going to score points. You know, you can have sack monsters, you can, you know, you can have a number of interceptions, right. But it's really hard to predict. And so I I think, you know, yes, you know, it would have been nice to have Green Bay would have nice to have Philadelphia, but, you know, at the same time, you know, you'll find another defense that will probably work out just as well, if not better at the end of the day. So,
0: yeah, I think the green Bay one is just so intriguing because you have the Patriots who are going to be starting Brian Hoyer for the first time with Mac Jones out. And you just, you anticipate a pretty ugly shit show of a game. Um, Although Belichick could just run the ball all game long and maybe only give Hoyer 10 to 15 pass attempts. So not a lot of interception. Um, opportunities there but it just when you're playing against a guy with such little experience as you know the starter it it's always intriguing but yeah i think waivers i was expecting a little bit more activity um but i think a lot of people are kind of looking at their bench and saying you know okay my starters are underperforming but my bench pieces are pretty good and it makes it hard to make a change when you have so many points on your bench
1: yeah it's also just that I think that the market is really not great right now. I mean, people have a lack of running back power, you know, lack of running back points. And that's not something that's easily filled by, by waivers, you know, and for me, for me personally, you know, if, if that person is out there, if that, you know, running back is out there, I would grab them, but, you know, I just, my, I don't have a, a, you know, silver bullet solution. So. Yeah. I also just forgot the waivers were last night. So maybe, maybe I would have been who knows.
0: Okay. Um, well, before we get into the next segment, I just have to ask you on a personal basis. What did you, uh, think of that trade podcast? Did you like the format? Oh, I mean,
1: I, I definitely liked it. I liked listening in and and, and listening to that, that negotiation go on. It was pretty funny to listen how you couldn't help yourself. You know, you kept saying, I'm not going to get involved. And then you would get involved. Oh, I got it. Man. Um, yeah, you yeah you you got involved. I mean, look the the Todd Kramer you know podcast special was 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 pretty great. Um, you know, I think some I think some Bitcoin should be thrown your way. You know, for uh, for facilitating. But um, you know, by and large, I think it's definitely an interesting segment. I personally wouldn't join. I, I like my negotiations to be you know a little bit slow. Uh, you know, I don't want to be put on the spot. I, I like to do my research, look at my VORPs. You know. Um, so, you know, it's not for me, but I, you know, I liked watching a uh, Keenan feast on bill. That's my personal perception of that trade. And uh, you know, I call it like a fleece light. Um,
0: so I liked it, but I'm glad it wasn't me. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then I think we, I sent you a text about this, but you know, let's briefly touch on these matchups. I think there's some great matchups, but I, at this point, I don't think it makes sense to kind of run down who's on each person's team. I think we're all kind of familiar with that, but I mean, big matchups, me versus bill. That's a pretty even matchup. Twiz and hold in very even matchup. Frank and Nikki feels like a pretty even matchup. And then you just have the two big ones, which are at the top of the table. You've got you versus Keenan, um, you know, two of the the strongest teams, I think. Going at it, and then you have the bottom of the table matchup between uh, Ace and Wally. Um, so. Yeah,
1: I actually when we when we talk about my uh, my power rankings, it'll be interesting because I actually have uh, every other team in my rankings is playing the person above or below them. You know, yeah. it's you know top two, bottom two, and everybody in the middle, and and it's it's exactly how I've segmented my ranking. So I'm I'm really excited for this week, I think more than any week and perhaps more than a lot of weeks going forward, because I think it's going to be a fair fight for everybody, um, you know, in their weight class. And I think all these games could go to Monday, you know, well, I don't know if they all have players on Monday, but you know, I I think it's going to, it's going to go the distance. I don't think there's going to be a lot of blowout.
0: I agree. Um, And then I'm just going to, I mean, my quick picks, I'm not going to make a pick on my team. Obviously I'm going to pick, Oof. I'm gonna go with Twiz over Holden. I'm gonna go with you over Keenan. I'm gonna go with Frank over Nikki because I don't really trust Jamal Williams. Um ugh, that's a tough one, actually. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Wally over ace. I just think eh, it's so tough, but yeah, Wally over ace. And then, uh, yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up. Let's see. I, I would go, yeah, Franco over Nikki
1: Wally over ace me over Keenan, obviously, but I would actually go with Holden over twiz. Um, I, you know, I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I want Holden's team. I love Holden's team. I think he's got a lot of potential. I think he's getting let down a little bit by some of his players, but I think he can pull
0: out the win this week. Yeah, Justin Jefferson needs a big bounce back game. I mean, he started out first game he had 35 points, then 7.8, now 2.9. That's not what you spend all that uh Bitcoin on in the draft. Right. Right, exactly. Okay, well let's yeah. get into happy power rankings. I'm glad someone else has some power rankings to go off of. So I uh, start at 10 and work your way up. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's actually what I what I was planning on doing. So starting from the bottom, um now we're i was here. Yeah. Well, they're definitely there. Um well, my my number 10 is 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 Wally. Um I mean, they made it really hard to pick a bottom bitch, but it, it's going to be Wally. It, it's just his team is very, very mediocre. Yep. It's just very middle of the road. It's not terrible, but it's not great either. And I don't know if I was in his shoes, I don't know what I would do with my team. Um, I I, you know, he's got a couple sit start decisions, but not really. I mean, he's kind of putting his best foot forward, but he just doesn't have a lot of, you know, place to go. He's got nice, nice quarterbacks. But everywhere, you know, he just doesn't excel in any one area.
0: So yeah. I, uh, know I got exactly Wally in too, he has not made a single transaction. And I was like, how is this possible Wally's just checked out? And then I looked at his team and there's no one really that's droppable. I guess you could drop Irv Smith Jr. at this point. Um, that's the only well, one. He could at
1: least be churning his bench, right? He could at least be churning his bench to put up some like next up kind of candidates, right? He could have put Khalil Herbert on his bench last
0: week. Yeah, it's. But, you know, I think he's got talent. But like you said, it's just like everyone is just like good. And someone's going to have a dud. And if everyone is just good, that's not going to be good enough because you need those big, you know, explosion type games. And he just doesn't have those pieces right now. I guess Aaron Jones would be the only one I think is capable of that. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, I've got my own opinion about Aaron Jones. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he just – that just doesn't have that boom okay and there is a bit of a, a bit of bust so he, he's number 10 and then obviously next up i've got ace um you know Mac jones thing hurts it 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 really does yeah mac jones hurts because his qbs you know were were definitely lacking i mean matt ryan and now he's got to wheel out geno smith and um you know he's got jacoby Brissett. um he needs you know he and he's not the only person with this problem but you know he's holding four quarterbacks he needs to put them in, you know, forge them into the fire and create, you know, two better quarterbacks somehow. And, you know, good luck to him on that. But I am envious of aces running backs. You know, he, he's got two running backs that I, that I love. Um, I think he's got uh, good potential there, but otherwise, you know, Jamar chase has not been playing as, you know, as well as we would expect. Um, he's got a Thursday night, get right game tomorrow. So hopefully we see something from him then. Um, and that could be a high scoring game you know, between yeah. those two offenses. So, so that would be interesting, but you know, yeah, Ace is just in an interesting spot and I, I think he's gotta, he's gotta figure out what to do with his, uh his court, his QBs. And I mean, Ace needs a win this week. I mean, I think he's, he's in a good spot to, to win it, but he's got to make it happen. Okay. Um,
0: we got 10 minutes, so let's keep it moving.
1: Okay. All right. Quickly moving here. So, so at number eight, uh, I, I, I struggled a lot with everybody after those two, but um, I got to put our fearless, fearless commissioner in there. Um, I, I think, you know, I love having Chubb on the team. I think it was a good pick. His, his RV cores look, look great when I think everyone else's don't. Um, but he, I just, I'm worried about his QBs. I'm worried about his tight end situation.
0: Um, he's, he's my, my pick number eight. I agree. Uh, he, he, he looks, well, I, I think, I think Russell will be okay. Eventually I actually tried to, do a trade for Russell this week, but, um, yeah, it's, he's been underperforming at the quarterback position, which always hurts, but his, his running back room is so stacked right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think he needs to look at, you know, some kind of, some kind of trade.
0: Okay. Number seven.
1: Number seven is Holden. Um, you know, I, I, I wish it wasn't. So I have, like I said, I, I really like Holden's team. But um, I, I just think given where he's at, uh, he's got some top wide receivers, but CeeDee Lamb is just letting him down. Uh, I mean, he didn't at the end of last week, but if you watch that game, it wasn't good for him. Um, you know, and I, I just don't like Kyler Murray. I think he's – just, just don't, don't like him. So I don't have a lot of stock in, the, in his QBs. You know, Justin Jefferson, obviously great when, when the points are, are there. Um, but they haven't been there in the, in the most recent couple of games. And so I really want to love his team, but I just, right now he's in a precarious spot.
0: Okay. Who you got in the sixth spot? I got Frank, Frank in the
1: sixth spot. Um, you know, he's got RV problems. He's got injuries. Um, you know, Frank's team, I'm surprised. I mean, he, I'm surprised that he's got two in the win column. Um, yeah. you know, he's got Cooper Cup. That's great. He's got Hurts. That that's great. But, um, you know, down ballot, so to speak, his running backs. He's just he needs help there. I don't think Higby's a great tight end solution. Um,
0: but great team name. So, got to give him credit for that. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, Cooper Cup, Christian Kirk have been, and Marquise Brown are keeping him afloat right now. I just don't know what Marquise Brown looks like when Hopkins gets back. It, there's just besides those kind of core pieces, there's a lot of guys who I would not feel very comfortable starting. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Number five.
1: So, number five is Nicky. Um, You know, I think nikki has got a, got a, he, he's in a good spot, right? I know that he's got two in the, in the loft column, but I think his team can pull it out. You know, he's, he's got Williams. Um, he's got, Farmuth, who's a bit of a touch and catch and go um tight end but you know he's been targeted a bunch as of late um and I think he's got two great quarterbacks you know obviously Mahomes and I think Lawrence is playing just you know lights out the past couple games um you know with those two most most recent wins so I I like his team I think he's in a he's you know I think I Ayuk is maybe a bit of a question mark you know given where the 49ers are at but even he you know had i think 10 11 points last week. So he's got some injuries um and I'm not sure why Dalvin Cook isn't in
0: his starting lineup.
1: I think um, he'll make that
0: adjustment when the time is right if if he yeah. as a you know he's going to be playing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um I've got Nikki Nikki in
0: fifth. Okay. I'm shocked I've not heard my team yet but maybe here it comes who's number 4. You are Todd okay you are you are in you are in fourth and uh you know
1: i i i think you've got you know with lamar and with tua again i think you've got one stud qb and one great value qb and i think i think a lot of the teams that i'm ranking higher in that position just given how important the qb you know numbers are you know when you're running back aren't performing the only people that are going to pick up those numbers are your qb so um yeah, you know, I know that you've had some underperformers. Everybody has underperformers in the running back core right now, but you know, I I think you've, you're in a you're in a not bad spot. You know, Evans, you know, is great. I think you've got a couple other wide receivers that, of course, you'd like to improve if that you know if you could. But you know, you've got some options on your bench. You saw Pollard put up a good game. Um, I don't know what's up with Travis Etienne or yeah, what I know. he's doing, but.
0: It's hard it not to drop to great, him, right? but, but yeah. I have to hold on to him a little bit longer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, but I think, you know, I think you're you're in a good spot, too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I have you in fourth. And like I said, it was, you know, it was, it was tough, but I think that's indicative of where we are in the season.
0: Okay, number three?
1: Number three is Bill. And, uh, you know, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about as surprised as you are, but you, you gotta, you gotta give it to him. Um, you know, he has a, he has really good short-term memory, right? You know, he's, when he's winning, he's winning when he's losing, he's losing. And uh, you know, Bill's team is somehow winning. Um, I, I, I I don't understand how he's three and O, but he is, um, you know, I think the trade for Derek Carr, like I said, I didn't love it. It's not a trade that I would make, but um, you know, he's now got two QBs that are less unreliable than what he had. Um, you know, he's got Tyreek and, you know, the biggest downside for Tyreek is frankly Waddle. Um, but, you know, that that could end up working in his favor and, and you know, two is going to chuck the ball. So and, and be in these kind of big point games. So I think having Tyreek is great. Um, Gabe Davis as well as has, has been great, you know, yeah, he's got a, some question marks with Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey injuries. And we'll have to pay attention to those, but yeah, he's got, his team is well-rounded. He's got Mark Andrews. I love a good tight end. Um, so
0: yeah, Andrew's uh, has been amazing, but I will say bill has the second fewest points against, right? So a lot of those wins are not because he's been scoring a lot It's because people haven't been scoring on him.
1: Uh, that's fair, but I think his points for, he's also, I mean, he's at four thirty, and that puts him in like four, I think it's fourth place. And yeah. it's really, it's, it's a tight pack. So, um,
0: yeah. Okay. And then number two, number two, I've
1: got me, um, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory. Always going to bet on myself, uh, you know, amongst the other nine, but, uh, I, I, I can also tell that, uh, you know, Keenan's got a, got a really good team. He's got one more in the win column. I like his team. I think it's pretty well stacked. Um, obviously, not without its flaws, but you know, given that he has Eckler and 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 Henry and Elliott, it just I I have trouble uh, putting me over Keenan. So I got myself second. I'm happy with my team. Um, you know, I have dealt with you know some minor injuries, but fortunately, nothing major.
0: I Josh lost Mitchell and Travis Kelsey on the same team is just such a difference maker, and you just you have to assume over the long term you can fill in those holes where you have them and right now i think in terms of wide receiver i love your wide receivers you got adams waddle and cooper i mean yeah that's pretty fucking solid and then your running back room that's the only thing that needs to improve but you have you know a whole season to kind of figure it out yeah i
1: mean that's kind of my hope i mean i i really hate the tight end position you know? And so I really wanted Kelsey. I was fine to, you know, go and spend that money. And historically that's what I've done. It doesn't always worked out with me because I picked up Kittle and he had injuries, but you know, yeah, I'm really happy with, with Kelsey and, you know, Josh Allen has spent a lot for him and yeah, you know, we'll have to see how Rogers plays, but so I'm happy with, with my team. i got me in second and uh, I've got, I've got Keenan in first. I think that's probably pretty self-explanatory.
0: Yeah. And you touched on it. He's got some great running backs. I, I think, if I were to do it again, I would put you ahead of him just because I have questions now about Debo Samuel. Amon Ra didn't have a great game that second game. Herbert's got the injury. So I think I would put you ahead of him. But yeah, you can't deny the performance and you got to roll with the hot hand. And Keenan is uh, got the most points for and is 3-0. So I think he yeah. deserves to be in the top spot. But I do have you uh, beating him this week. But uh, we got, we got less than a minute left on this recording before it ends. So I'm just going to say real quick, uh, what a week we got huge game on Thursday. I think there's probably going to be four guys starting on each of those teams. So you got the quarterbacks, the two wide receivers and uh, running back for sure. Mix in, but Edmonds, we'll see if he'll play. And then Monday, we got a a big game too, with the Niners versus the Rams with lots of pieces. So it should be an exciting week. Yeah,
1: I agree. I'm excited to sit and watch it and do nothing else on Sunday afternoon.
0: There you go. Well, thanks for uh, joining us, Cappy. And uh, I think we may have just ended, but okay. Later. Come cool, on, Talk to you later. Bye.